Hello and welcome to the Film Ireland podcast. I'm Gemma Cray and I'm chatting with director Frank Berry about his wonderful film Aisha. Thank you so much for chatting with us. Pleasure. It's great to be here, Gemma. If you can, first off, tell me a little bit about how uh, your, your absolutely gorgeous film that I think gets to the humanity of so many issues um, and, and does so with such kind of authenticity of character with such kind of you're even gracious to the world as well which is which is difficult because you you kind of show the complexities that exist within that just tell me a little bit about how you approach a problem like this and and how you you get to create such a wonderful script from it and thank you Shama. yeah well basically it's it's um i i've been doing this kind of work for 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 quite a few years now um and i developed my way of working and of of um, collaborating and uh, of making films through through smaller community videos and that was how I kind of learned um, you know how to tell stories I, I guess responsibly you know that that uh, have social uh, something important to say about society um, I you know I first of all what I do is I I think about you know where do I position myself responsibly, you know, at the beginning? Um, and who should I speak to? And should I make this film? Am I the right person to make this film? And um, can I make this film? Um, so there's there's all those questions at the beginning. And there were the questions that, that would that would be uh, on my mind with with the community videos as well. You know, um, what is a central uh, message or what is the point and what is the purpose of the film? And and how do we get how, how do we get to to uh, uh, to making that film? So um, on this film, I connected with uh, made contact with Lucky Kambule, who was one of the founders of Movement of Asylum Seekers Ireland, and I went in with that frame of mind, very open, not not sure whether we'd we'd make a film and whether it would it you know whether it would go anywhere, but I just wanted to listen um, because I had learned about the direct provision system. I'd read a lot about um, about the system that exists in my name, and and it's really, you know, it's it's just awful, um, an awful system. And I wanted to know more about the experiences of people coming to Ireland seeking protection. So, um, what I do is I just listen and um, very gently and very kind of over a long period of time, very subtly, just just uh, um, kind of let the let the project evolve naturally. Um, so I was I was uh, speaking to Lucky, um, and I was gauging from him how he felt about whether I should I should go any further. Um, but I think he per- perhaps noticed that I was a good listener. Um, I was understanding um, the things he was trying to put across to me, and then I invited him to the cast and crew screening of Michael Inside, my previous film, um, and you know he saw in that film, I guess, what I'm about as a filmmaker. Um, and so that's kind of where it's where it started. And um, it was very, very, but I'm questioning all the time and I'm, I'm, I'm never complacent and I'm always wondering where this should, you know, where is this going and, and uh, what, what would this film be? Um, but I don't, I don't try and uh, put it together in my head. I try and let it emerge through conversations because um, I started a journey of speaking to a lot of people over over a long period of time, and then they started 
a lot of people I spoke to started to say the same things and similar things. And then that's when you get a feeling that the 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 um the story or the film is speaking to you, you know, it's telling you what it is really, you know. Um so I try not to kind of um come at it from the from the point of view of I've got this idea for a film. It's more about placing myself in the environment and then finding um uh you know you know the story uh, within there if that makes any sense at all <laughs> totally and it's such a it's such a wonderful process because i i i remember seeing michael inside in the cinema and just being blown away by the the way that you captured this authentic humanity and 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 trouble but the inevitability of it and and the systemic failure and i think that's something that again you get so right with this film about how the problem is systemic like it isn't even about one worker in a, the, a hotel because you even get like glimpses of humanity between you know like staff that are that are in there that are troubled and you, and you really kind of capture that and, and certain like some people are are just terrible but some people are really trying their best and and it's about how the system really really fails um your lead character so can you tell me a little bit about so you you're kind of set up and and I think one of the things that I found very interesting about what you said was how you were like am I the right person to tell this and I would say like you could see why just say like a kind of white middle class guy might not necessarily be but I would say you particularly Frank Berry have kind of have this corner of actually being able to tell these stories very thoughtfully and empathetically um Mm -hmm. and 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 with with that authenticity that I that I believe it and and that you were like it does feel so observed Mm -hmm. like almost like a documentary in, in some ways um as as a viewer that's that's something that I would have I would have enjoyed um watching about your work but so you were saying that you'd be kind of surround yourself with that world and and talk to people in the system but how then does that process how does the story develop from there like how do you kind of structure that into something that we all recognize as a film well time is is a key factor and you know the films that I make, they're they're they seem quite small as films. They're they're human stories, um, but they take a long time. And the way I describe it is that you know if you if you were to hear that I spent five years on a film and then see the film, you may expect a bigger film. But what the way I describe it is that it's uh, the time is spent not on scale but on depth, really. You know, and and um, you you make friendships and you you um, you bond with people. Um, and the people that I collaborate with, obviously, they're very smart. They can, they, they know, they, 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 they know your motivations, and particularly over time when you get to know people. I'm very clear at the beginning and throughout what my place is in in the process. I, I have, I'm, I have a craft. I'm, I'm, my know-how is filmmaking, storytelling, and um, that's my position in 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 the room and. Um, and it's a, it, you know, and the key, the key, um, the key uh, uh, part of that process is is listening. Um, and I think when when you get to know people over a long period of time, and you do listen, and then you 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 say back to somebody what they've said to you maybe weeks before, and you know, it just it starts to evolve, um, and there's a feeling that the people you're speaking to feel that yes, actually, you know something I, I have to say here could end up in this film and it could be expressed, you know? Um, and 
I think in any artistic practice, as I mentioned this before, when you're using your personality and your character, you know, when you're when you're yourself in in the room, basically, and it's the place I'm most comfortable. Um, you know, is is when I'm when I'm in the world with 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 the cup of tea and I'm talking to people over a long period of time. I'm just very comfortable in that space, and and it's a creative space, you know, um, and uh, you know, so so I I would I would listen. And then I would, I would, uh, you know, go back and do a little bit more uh, writing based on what I've, I'd heard, and then I'd bring it back to the room, and and then we'd, 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 um, uh, we, we would discuss that and and uh, just something not right, and then, but a lot of it is is um, is sharing experiences with someone that they trust basically, and I start to get a feeling um, when I hear lots of different experiences, you know. Um, you know, like a lot of the, the the subtle details in 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 the film about, um, uh, you know, I should be asked where she's from and your English is good and uh, you know even speaking to her solicitor about about eye contact and all these 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 are things that you know they're all said to me and I don't I don't um I don't make anything up really it's just you know the, the idea is to uh, put a tapestry of lived experience on on the screen you know and so so the idea of so as, as you can imagine when you're listening to a lot of very very difficult um a, a lot of suffering and a lot of tough experiences um the conversation went to uh to a human connection in in in, in an inhumane system and that's that's how we, how we phrased it um and if, if if i if i if something feels natural then I, I, I tend to go with it and I feel good about it. I feel okay, okay, that's that, that's okay, that makes sense. And and the Connor character came from from Michael inside because that's when I first started to research um uh, Aisha because you know I learned that the direct provision system and um the prison system were both run by the same government department and that's where it where it started. So that felt to bring that into the room felt felt okay, that felt right. I felt, that's okay, you know. Um and we talked about Connor and we talked and I, I, I it was an uh, uh, an opportunity for me to share um those years and to talk about a character who's trying you know to get to get his life back back on track you know um so yeah so it was it was um uh it was it was just just uh, listening and then and then the story kind of emerging and and just keeping that that conversation going and so you're you're kind of you're consulting people in that world um the whole way along when you have your script when do you know it's right what's your process so you you kind of put all the ideas down you you surround them around one kind of very pivotal strong character and then yeah. and then set off does it take a couple of drafts are you kind of mentally drafting it as you're having the conversations how does it manifest yeah it, it's it's just it's always evolving and it's it's you know um uh, you know for me the script is never finished really even in, even before even in pre-production it's i'm always tinkering with it and, and always authenticating it so we get to a point where where we have a, a screenplay and i send it to every uh, you know i think normal practice is that you don't do this you know but i it's available to anybody uh, who wants to read it and i send it out to, to lots of people I've sent it out to academics as well I send it I want it authenticated and I wanted to to um you know a lot of the people that 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 I I, uh, I researched with 
um, over the years who, 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 may not be, who may not be currently engaged in what I'm doing at this moment, but who I, I'm friends with and I know well, I would send it to them um, and uh, uh, get, get everybody's perspective on it and send it to other filmmakers as well. And, um, and then, you know, once we go into pre-production, it's it's a different conversation then it becomes really really like it's which is that that is exciting because the the hod's come in and lots of you know your collaborators come in and and um it goes to another process of realism and authenticity and that's exciting you know it's like you know um so you know everything all the decisions and the brief really anybody working working uh, with me on a film you know it feels very collaborative for the crew and the and the and the the cast and everybody, but the brief is always just to get as close to to, to realism, uh, to, to to reality as as we can, you know. So um, so it's con- constantly evolving. And actually, even you you mentioned kind of going from pre production to to shooting. You've some. <laughs> Did you know you were going to get some Hollywood heavyweight as your as your beautiful main character? Was that was that always in the books? Was that like in the how did you even land that? <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, yeah it, it it you know the, the script was was you know we we got to a stage where we were applying for production funding from Screen Ireland and BBC BBC Films came in um quite late on in 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 the in the in the process and. I think everybody recognized the reality of it and and um I think the script was getting um was getting some 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 positive um f- f- feedback and uh, it, it landed with with Letitia Wright um in in on her desk and she read it and she made contact and, and asked to be considered very humbly um and this is this was around the time of and a very was, exciting email <laughs> to yeah Oh my it was. God. It was. It was. She had just done Mangrove, you know, and she'd worked with Dominic Savage um, before that. Um, someone I admire, and um, and uh, I've I've been looking at her her, her films for for or her her dramas uh, for for many years. Um, but so she so I, I we we I spoke to her, and it was just a really really. Um, it was a very, it was a very, I, I don't want to say soulful, but it was, it was quite a soulful conversation. She's quite a soulful person. And she talks about her work in that way. She talks about her work uh, in terms of purpose, the purposefulness of it. And I mean, you hear her in, in her interviews about other films as well. She talks about, um, you know, c- connecting uh, with something important that might go out into the world and do something and, and what she's drawn to. So you can imagine the conversation that we, we had where I spoke about, all the people that I've, I, I've worked with and, and the, the voice in this, in this film is their voice really. And, and, um, and she recognized that I think in, in the script. So, so we got on very well. Um, and I felt that I could only write car- um, the character of, of Aisha to, to a certain place. I had to kind of, it was a product of all my research and all those, and it was all the voices. And, but at some point I had to kind of like step aside and let, an actor come in and um and bring Aisha to life and because I could never write there's so much realism I, I could never write as uh, from my from my perspective and uh, I knew speaking to Letitia that she was going to take the character and say okay Frank um and take it from there and she brought an enormous amount to to the character and to the film she was um she was she was you know um 
making suggestions and and I was very we, we called the we called the set a live space and we we kind of um mo- most of the scenes didn't change but there were some scenes that changed quite a bit you know and then she brought nuance and she brought even sometimes without telling me I would just see it on screen I, I'd be like wow okay and I, I it just really felt so so not just true but moving you know um so it went to another level when 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 the t-shirt um uh you know uh, took over um and and uh as Aisha and then and Josh as well you know so um so th- so they they the script went out into the world and it's not really something that I had that lo- a lot of experience with but it went to agents and they sent it to each other then it had ended up landing on 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 her her desk um and um and with Josh it was something similar uh, the script landed with with him and he responded very much to it and we um I was casting um Connor for a long time uh, there was a lot of auditions and and uh, there was a lot I I I I we saw some amazing it was during covid so it was all tapes we saw some amazing tapes um and it, you but you're just looking for somebody I was looking for somebody that reminded me of the of the lads in, in pathways where when I when I um made Michael inside and it just what what there was something about uh, a couple of those men there was a gentle gentle quality to them and, and it just wasn't coming across and then and Josh um you know very very much I felt he had that but I was you know concerned about the accent and, and the level of authenticity because of course my films are all of, um a lot of non-professional actors very grounded very much on the streets very real um and I, I very much wanted Connor to feel like that you know um and you know, but I knew that Josh was an amazing actor. I, I I loved him in God's Own Country, and he's just amazing. And I just felt instinctively that that that, that he could do it, and um, that he has a process, and he's he's a really 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 talented and uh, intelligent actor. And we talked about Michael inside. He watched Michael inside. We talked about that. We talked about the the lives that inspired that film. And um, he very much connected. Uh, to to this to the theme of that film, and we talked about characters that are trying. I just I just felt that he 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 really latched onto that, and he really he really wanted to express that. I really felt that um, that he wanted to express you know the lives of of, of people who are trying, um, and uh, he he just like his primary research was unreal. He came over to Ireland early. And he just walked around the streets and spoke to people. It was during lockdown, but he still spoke to people on the streets. And, um, and then the accents just started to to appear in the posture. And, and it was just it was quite it was quite amazing. So I felt very much, I mean, it was, a, it was a tough shoot because it was COVID and all those things. But I felt I had a great crew and I had a um, great cast, you know. Uh, all, you know, the, we have amazing... Um, uh, supporting cast as well: Stuart Graham, Dennis Conway, Logan Cranage, Ruth McCabe, um, Don Bradfield. But also we have amazing new actors, you know. Um, uh, so uh, Yemi Ojo and um, and Antoinette Doyle and a lot of people who 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 would have been extras in other dramas, Irish dramas, but never never really um, acted as uh, you know. And they were um, they were they were amazing, you know. So. Yeah, I kind of went off topic there for a bit, did I? No, Jim? no, it's it's fascinating <laughs> actually, and and it, that's exactly. It's funny that you say that because I think watching it, that was something that really came across to me. Where I, 
where you got Connor's that like gentle, very masculine, very like slow paced vulnerability, like where you just go, you know, like in an any other realm of walk of life like they'd probably you know like kind of have settled in but I think you know you kind of get in with the wrong crew and you get dragged a specific way and it's it's very difficult to fight against it and but like that it's it's their their kind of like gentle authenticity that that you know makes them so kind of kind and pliable in those situations and brings them on that journey where you you feel that when you watch him like you know yes you're only getting a snippet of him but you felt so true when you see yes that's right because I was constantly constantly kind of surprised I guess at the way you are in life life is surprising and people do things that you don't expect sometimes you know and for example when Connor meets his his um, his old um, buddies on the street in the film they shake hands you know and there's respect and and there's not it doesn't go to where you you might expect that conversation to go you know I remember when I was um something impacted on me when I was researching Michael inside there was um there was a a recently released prisoner came into the to the workshop one day and stood there and he kind of was quite intimidating he didn't sit down he just stood there on on the edge while I was talking and I thought he was like unhappy with what I was doing who's this who's this middle class guy doing you know I I wasn't sure how he felt about what what we were doing He, he didn't know me so maybe he thought there was something exploitative going on or or I didn't know the world or whatever but um but uh, he stood there for 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 quite a while, and then he used to come down every week. He'd just been released, so he had been inside for a long time, and he used to he used to come down. I remember I got to know him, and I said to him once, um, "When you first started here, when I first met you, you used to stand there, and and I didn't know what to make of you, to be honest. You know, I didn't know how you felt about what we were doing. So why did why didn't you just pull up a chair?" And he said to me, "I didn't feel worthy." Oh. And it was so you reminded me of that when you said about about um, just another side to people, really, you know, they're not just one thing. And uh, um, most of the people that I met in in in, um, in pathways had been inside for um, for drugs, you know, and uh, and, and, and drug, drug addiction. And, uh, you know, and, you you know, some people would have a slip and you wouldn't see them, they, they go, you know, uh, and, or they go back in, in, inside or, you know. Um, but there is a, there is a, I mean, it, you know, that that level of 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 realism, I think, is is worth is worth putting on the screen, you know, because it's it's true, you know. Well, Connor is someone I think, and all the love hate shows and all that kind of high octane glorification of that lifestyle that you'd catch on screen. Um, I think it was really funny when I when I watched this. I'm from Finglas, and I'd you know I would worked in the this town center in the this super value and super quen growing up and the extra vision and I'd just be in the community I would have gone to the community centers and you'd be in in that world and I think I didn't realize I hadn't seen him anywhere until I watched this or I hadn't recognized that character and I know him like I did he'd be a friend's brother or he'd be you know like he'd be someone you'd chat to in the village or whatever while waiting on a bus and you're you're like you actually don't realize that you haven't that you're you know these worlds are depicted but you you haven't seen him and I was like and actually when I saw him I was like instantly recognized him as that as that character like that's such a a, a, like a gentle harmless person that you can tell just got caught up in the wrong yes. world but and yes and like that is is so innocent yeah <laughs> you know? and and you feel you can't help but 
go like like in another world you know like if if they had been in the if they hadn't have been put in that class or if they had been you know in a slightly different space growing up or had a bit more resources like they wouldn't be there yes and you know you you speak to to people working in in the prison system who basically you know interact with 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 people in prison or who, who have been in prison all the time and so often you listen to people speak with affection you know and they understand where things went wrong for this person years ago, you know. And uh, uh, for for Michael inside, we the the idea was was to to tell the story of someone who might be an extra in that environment, you know, or in in those films, you know, um, who's a, who 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 wouldn't warrant um, a, a film made made about them normally because their 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 experiences aren't perhaps dramatic enough, you know, to 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 fit into a. And I, and I don't mean to denigrate those dramas at all. They're they're genre work, you know, and and um, you know they're they're popular and and uh, they have their own purpose. I think they're tough to watch now, though. Like now, given the current situation, it's tough to watch them now. Like looking back, given everything that has happened in that time, like starting with the Regency and then that yeah. evolution from there, where you know that world has always existed, and since the eighties, we've always had like heroin culture and drug dealing but I think like I don't know and maybe that's just where I kind of observed it or whatever but I think like it's yeah. hard for me now to go back and watch those and relax and enjoy them yes that's, that's, I think like I didn't know what I was watching when I went to see Michael inside and I was like I was a little bit like Ugh. and then yeah. I, I was just blown away by the 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 beauty of it and the the, the emotional mm-hmm. honesty of it and and again mm-hmm. I love how you get the world like it's it's all the character it's not just your lead yeah. it's not just their story like it's just like that little snapshot and I think it's that Jungian capturing of humanity that is mm. what I like to see of it not the kind of you know like the the wire where you really observe the world but it's terrible yeah. where you capture the the life and the joy and the yeah. wants of everybody and and how you know like this is a shitty system but they're mm. not all shitty people yes yes absolutely that that you know that that it's important that the lived experience is on the screen you know uh, for 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 the kind of you know integrity of the film is is you know itself and for 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 realism as well like there was people for Aisha there was people on set every single day who have lived experience of the direct vision system you know and people on screen people who I met um over the years um who who are who are in the film and uh, it just changes the the nature of the shoot and of, of of everything it just you know the film every the crew everybody is aware of the purpose and 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 of of of, of the importance, I guess, of, of what we're doing, um, and that so 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 for for both Aisha and Michael's side, and also I used to live here as well. Uh, my first film, you know, um, there was there was performances where, you know, the 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 people, uh, the actors and and the non-professional actors, ha- truly un- understood. You know, um, and the surrounding world as well. Um, were were knew what we were doing, and and uh, um, it it brings it brings uh, an awful lot of integrity to the films. I think you know. 
And tell me a bit about the shoes then. Like, so you've you've sort of went from living in one very difficult world to living in another very difficult world, um, and then and then to film it, and then to go through the edit process. How sort of how do you kind of take a step back and relax and watch telly at night and and decompress? Like, how do you? sort of preserve yourself to be an objective observer because it's a very difficult realm to to inhabit and 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 a lot of responsibility that you obviously have taken very very seriously yeah um well the people i'm working with obviously are uh, on every film have suffered way more than i ever have or will you know and uh so um, never say never, of course, in terms of who knows where your life will take you. But but um, so so that's that's I'm always aware of that. I, 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 I equate it to uh, going into a new job. So if you go into a new job and, and you meet um, new people and you forge those relationships and you have a common goal and and the, and the, the language that you use every day is slightly different and you're learning. And you're asking questions all the time, you know, of yourself, and but you're you're kind of you're kind of challenging challenging your your um, yourself, and you know, putting pressure on yourself to do it well, you know. So that that's you know, and then on that job, you you come home, you know, and you sit down and and you watch TV, and you know, um, but you don't really switch off because it's a creative practice, really, and, and anybody, as we all know, you know, any. You know, it's it's not a nine to five. It's not something that you can switch off. You know, um, but there's lovely moments as well throughout the 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 making of of the film. Even you know, from from the very beginning, there's a there's a sense of of purpose and conviction, and uh, um, you know, there's a there's a uh, uh, there's fun because the people are wonderful. You know. Uh, on every film I've, I've, you know, I'm still close with everybody really, you know, um, that I was close to on, on all those films. I'm still in contact. I don't think you can go through a project like, like I used to live here or Michael inside and not bond with, with, with the people and, 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 and feel that you've gone through something together in your lives. That's important to you. Every time I hear the the, the phrase or the, the, the I read the name, I used to live here. I get a, I get a, you know, a bit of a buzz because it's such an important uh, part of my life and such a, a special, special bunch of people I made that film with. And the same with with um, with Michael inside, you know, it's it's, um, um, it, you know, so so it's a bit like going into a new job, really. And and, um, and it has all the all the all the, the aspects there, you know, that that that, that, uh, that a new job kind of brings, you know. So you're able to like I'm and I'm kind of acting asking from a really practical thing where I can get sucked into something and I feel like it can take an emotional weight if I'm not careful or if I don't set up barriers like the the trauma, like the deep trauma that you're capturing on screen. And again, you do have those beautiful high moments. Like it like that's what I love about it. Like you do like the nuance, like the the ups and the downs, like you, it's a it's a terrible system, but it's these wonderful yeah. people existing in it. But yes. it's just and to to capture it, I don't know, like how. So you're you're just saying that it's you'd focus more on why you're doing it and not let that overwhelm you, or like you've done it so mm. many times now that you can you can you can kind of put up those barriers. 
Mm. Or, or it, maybe it would be something that you're okay to, to tackle it in a practical way? Well, it's a great question. It's a brilliant question. You know, it really is. Um, it's, it's, sometimes it's very hard. And sometimes, you know, you're on a, you're on a, 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 a part of the process that is like workshops that's kind of fuzzy and fun, you know, um, but it's always there. Yeah, it's always there. And, you know, it's not easy. It's not easy, you know, but I have great, um, great support in my wife. You know, um, I kind of uh, talk a lot about about my work and I get great support there. Um, and also I get amazing support from the people I'm working with, you know, as well. So there's there's um, uh, there's an openness there. And, you know, and I, I do draw a lot from that from 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 the people I'm working with as well. Um, so it's it's encouragement basically because a lot of a lot of the kind of um, a lot of the stress that I would feel is I'm, I'm is this going well am I am I on the right path is this is this good is this is this um, real and uh, is this are we are we are we okay here you know I'm I'm looking for validation all the time from from everybody and and there is stress there you know and I try and I put pressure I put a lot of pressure on myself um, just to make sure that. And that's where where a, a lot of the kind of stress comes from. I just want to make sure that I'm doing this responsibly. Um, and you have moments where you go, God, well, you know, this is just huge what I'm doing, you know. And and um, and then you 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 have a conversation with somebody, and you're looking into somebody's eyes, and you know, and it is, it's it's you know, if someone someone tells you, no, 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 this is going to be great, this is going to be great, you know, that does a lot, you know, that keeps you going, you know. Um, so it's a it's a it, it is a roller coaster there's 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 ups and downs definitely um you know does that answer it in some way yeah. I, I you know yeah because it is but it is it's about that um again the, the the sort of subject about capturing it well so yeah the shoot again you've you've you kind of curated a fabulous shoot you've you've got all the performances down now how do you tackle it in the edit do you do you I know that the vibe is to get it sort of as realistic as possible and, and, and capture it. Do you like, is it, is, do you consider pacing? How do you get the the sound mix involved? Like what's your process there? Well, uh, the first thing to say about the editing is that, that uh, it remains collaborative, even in the edits, because the film is not finished when you're finished shooting it, obviously. Uh, so it's, it's, um, uh, we, we had a screening of a rough cut in the, in the lighthouse and conversation continues. Is this, is this okay? You know, and, and uh, um, so that, the, uh, uh, you know, if, if I'm told by, by, um, by the people I'm working with on, on all the films that this is okay. Yeah. You're on the right path in the edit suite. That, that, that means an awful lot. That's a huge kind of, that's the first audience that, that I desperately need um, to be told that, that this is, this is on, on, on the right track, you know? Um, so I have um, my editor, Colin Campbell, who edited um, Michael inside and Aisha. And he also edited the trailer for my first film. Um, I used to live here and that's how I met him. Um, he's somebody who I feel very comfortable with and the process that I have in the edit suite really kind of evolved through my my friendship with Colin really you know he's he's um somebody I trust he's quite quiet but, but he will challenge me uh, if he doesn't believe in something and uh, and I, I kind of learned to to um rely on that really to to um 
uh, I trust his opinion. Purely, um, it's pure. It's not. It's not about necessarily about like politically about the film, the content. It's about just the 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 storytelling. Does this work? You know, and um, maybe we should try this. Maybe we should try this. And and it feels very free for me. You know, I sit there and, and I feel like I can say anything. And uh, uh, we and, and he'll try everything. He'll just say, oh, "Well, let's try it," and he'll try it. And and it's a big part of the creative process for me. Is that space. Um, and uh, um, he does also, he would do, he would start some sound editing while he's editing because a lot of the, the, the shots, um, the way I film, single shot scenes, a lot of the time, a lot of the scenes in both films are single shot scenes. So there is a lot of editing goes on um, with sound for things that are happening off screen, voices, noises that motivate action, um, just atmosphere. Um, and and that, so so he would do some sound editing that would be um, action based, you know, not not you know, and then um, and that would be kind of the basis of that we would take into the sound edit. Um, and we work with Brendan uh, Rehill in in uh, in Outer Limits, and he's he's amazing um, uh, sound editor and sound mixer. And he he just you know he would he would understand the world that we were in and um, what I really again what i was looking for in the sound uh, editing was realism so we would we would um i wanted it to sound realistically like a direct provision center things that you take for granted when you watch the film but they're all expertly created by brendan you know um and yeah i mean it's it feels like a people say it feels feels like a documentary but really this as we all know it sounds you know i mean all those scenes were completely silent um, and you know he just built uh, built a soundscape that that was very real. I, I I my my brief is always just not to stylize too much. You know, um, I I you know I think the, a film needs to have a storyteller. It needs to feel that you're being told a story by somebody. It needs to have a sense of 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 a storyteller, which is my my position. You know, um, but I don't want to draw my attention to myself too much. I want to feel like you're being told a story and, you know, um, but I don't, I don't want to, to, uh, I don't want the audience to, I want the audience to feel it and not to think it, you know, um, and, uh, and that's the, that's the way to approach the editing and, and, uh, and, and the sound, you know, to feel as a storyteller in, in, you know, telling you a story about the real world, you know, um so so both the both those both those collaborators were 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 wonderful you know um yeah and what was the response like so like it's sort of it's sort of out there now um mm-hmm. like again you could imagine if that level of authenticity it probably is very close to home for a lot of people and yeah and stories yeah it is um well, initially it screened in uh, internationally to start with, which is a first for me. Uh, so it screened in in Tribeca, um, and then it screened at the London Film Festival. And um, that's really like just to just to kind of just say well done for that because that is the purpose of why film exists is to share like or what I believe anyway is to share people's personal stories and and so that people learn from them. Like that's mm. the purpose of all stories since the beginning of time. And I think you have highlighted what is such a horrific mm. embarrassment to this country internationally, mm. which 
is like what you could hope to have done on a global scale with people that maybe have influence um so thank you yeah well thanks very much Gemma I mean we definitely had those conversations you know um while making the film what can this possibly do um and uh you know obviously there's been an amazing uh, campaign to end direct provision over the last few years amazing people and we always said well we'll just join join the uh the chorus really of, of, of objection and uh you know this film can just add uh, uh, to the to the to the objection and really objection should be taking place everywhere throughout society everybody should should you know somebody coming to Ireland seeking protection and then suffering like that is just it, it is shameful um uh, as uh, you know uh, and it's a system that that exists in our name you know um and then so so yeah we had those conversations and and the film going to Tribeca it ended up you know and and also in London it ended up creating conflict. People identified very much with it. Like I had people coming up to me after screening saying that's exactly what happened to me. <laughs> like literally saying, saying those words to me um, in both Tribeca and, and London. Um, and the conversations were about uh, immigration systems and about just just a, just questioning the, the, the systems themselves really. And, uh, and you know, each system you know they're different, but they have so many similarities, and they have different levels of barriers for for people waiting to find out whether they can stay in the country or not, um, and the, and the degree of suffering that those barriers can 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 cause a person. So um, so that was that was uh, that was pretty pretty powerful, you know, for those those screenings, and um, and then the film was released in in it, it premiered in in the Cork Film Festival. Uh, which was, you know, unbelievable because, uh, you know, we were all, obviously, it was a very special occasion. Uh, the, the Irish premiere of, of this film, um, it was the opening opening screening, uh, the, the opening film, which was which was in the Cork Opera House, which was amazing and uh, uh, created a lot of conversations afterwards. But the next day there was a screening um, uh, with Natasha Machetti from the Cork Migrant Centre and Lucky Kambule from from Massey um, came down and we had a Q&A and it was honestly the most powerful Q&A I think I've ever sat in. Um, I didn't speak hardly at all, um, but there was a lot of people in the audience who had been through a direct provision system and uh, who spoke. And, you know, it was um, it was very, very, very powerful, incredibly powerful. And... Uh, um, and so then, then soon after that, it was released in cinemas, and uh, then I went to to Sky uh, Premier, who who um, who have it now on their on the, on, on their platform. Um, but it's also screening around Ireland um, as part of Access Cinema, and we have a screening in uh, in Garter Lane in, in Waterford at the end of of January, and that is um, there's going to be a Q and A there with the women. Uh, who who helped me research? Who are in the film? Um, are going to are going to take part in 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 the in a Q and A after the after the film? That's going to be very very special because I spent a long time um, with the Mukisa program in in Waterford, and we um, um, we got to know each other very well, and we're we're great friends. And um, so that so that's going to be that's going to be very special. So creating spaces really to to show the film because you have to ask yourself, you know, what's the purpose of of this really, you know. But it is a it is a 
it is a t- I do see these films as as a uh, as as a tool as well to be used you know for people to to um, to open up conversations and i i would say this like as someone who watches it it's very difficult and there's very difficult watches but there's i think i don't know i i do capture like a hopefulness in the way that you capture your characters where like i know it's this terrible system but again you have that kind of roundedness that it's it's enjoyable to watch and and it's not like it's not just just this weighty story. There's there's mm. so much kind of beauty in it and humanity in it and the connections that are found there and and how well everyone is observed. So it's not like mm. it's not just if anyone hasn't watched it and is listening, just yeah. this kind of weighty watch either. Like it's it's it's, it's yeah. gorgeous. So like it's it's really beautiful. Yeah. And thank you so much. That's we'll make thank sure you. to link to those screenings. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's 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 um it's the people in the room, you know, like we're talking about the experiences, but inevitably I think there's their their energy and, and their 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 spirit really comes across um you know in 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 the characters really because the characters were kind of developed and came to life and um through 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 the collaboration, you know. Uh so so that's that's I think that comes across on on screen for sure. Thank you so much for chatting with us. That was that was just great. Like it was it was a really it was a really gorgeous watch. And, and again, like it's so important to to capture that there. And I think the it's just so beautiful. It's so well performed. It's such a it's it's such a it's such a beautiful observation. And mm-hmm. yeah, like that documentary feel is is throughout it. Like it does feel like you're capturing reality in in those moments. And it's actually just out of curiosity. Is that why you do the long shots? The yeah 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 it is it's it's uh it basically it, it evolved through through my first my first to my first film um i used to live here uh i i was trying to to it started out as, as a documentary and then um we were doing kind of uh, test scenes and i was using coverage you know the techniques that you would learn in college and it always felt at odds with what we were doing uh it never felt i felt like i didn't all the people in that film were non-professional actors and it felt like I was treating them like actors and and they didn't quite know what I was doing. So I thought, let's try the single shot um, idea and then evolve, evolve the takes. And it, it, it just made more sense to them. And I've kind of uh, just really, really liked the realism that that brings. It makes you feel perhaps that you're in the room or that you're also observing um, what, what's going on as, as a viewer. And uh, you, you're inhabiting the same time frame uh, as the characters. It's unbroken, and uh, you know. So that's that's where that came from. And then I took that into Michael inside and evolved it a bit. Um, and then the same with with Aisha. Each film, it's never dogmatically single shot scenes from the beginning to the end, but each film tells you what it needs. You know. That's very interesting. Okay, that's my that's that's it. I promise I won't keep you any longer. I've, I've kept you way too long as it is. Thank you. So I could talk for hours about it because. Uh, thank you, Gemma. Thanks for your questions. I really, I really enjoyed talking to you. Thanks a million.